Welcome to the third week of Lent. This week we are talking about the spiritual discipline of fasting. And we'll begin by reading some words from Acts chapter 13, verses 1 through 3. In the church at Antioch, there were prophets and teachers, Barnabas, Simeon called Niger, Lucius of Cyrene, Menaean, who had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch, and Saul. While they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, Set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. So after they had fasted and prayed, they placed their hands on them and sent them off. In a culture that celebrates excess, fasting sounds more like a fad than a spiritual practice to most of us. The idea of withholding something from ourselves or abstaining from something that gives us joy makes us feel good or that simply we just want is foreign in every part of our worlds now. In the spiritual world, a person fasts with a purpose Fasting or self-emptying makes space in someone's life for God. It makes space for intense spiritual activity and connection, and it's an act of sacrifice and of self-control. It is, in one spiritual practice, a discipline of putting God before self. It is the act of rightly ordering our desires to place relationship with God at the top and self-promotion and self-preservation at the bottom. Oftentimes, the space made in fasting is made in order to seek God's guidance in a particular situation. And in other times, it is simply to draw closer to God in the intimate relationship of Heavenly Father and Beloved Child. Throughout Scripture, from the Old Testament through the New, we have examples of faithful people fasting as a spiritual practice. Moses, when seeking God's voice and guidance for the people of Israel, fasted on Mount Sinai. Jesus, when beginning his ministry just after his baptism, immediately went into the desert to fast, to prepare for his public ministry and to seek his Father's guidance. And in our passage from Acts today, we see the leaders of the church in its earliest days fasting. Up to this point in the early church's history, the church in Jerusalem served for the church as the center of missionary activity and the church's beliefs and teachings. Jerusalem was the seat from which Peter, the original 11 apostles, and Paul and other leaders in the church preached, healed, and served. But here in Antioch, the prophets and the faithful of this church together sought God's wisdom and guidance, and through their time of worship and fasting, the Holy Spirit led this community to lay hands on Paul and Barnabas to commission them on Paul's first missionary journey. We know, because of Paul's dedication to proclaiming the good news about Christ, that the message of God's love and the growth of the church increased exponentially in both Jewish and Gentile circles. Having already integrated Gentile converts long before the church in Jerusalem, the church at Antioch reflected this new vision of God's people before commissioning Paul and Barnabas. 
we see in Acts 13, 1 through 3, that this congregation of faithful believers did not come to their decisions in matters of faith without discipline, work, and counsel from the Holy Spirit. But seeking God's guidance through worship and fasting, the church was led to action. Traditionally, fasting has simply been abstaining from food and drink or abstaining from particular foods, especially those that are seen as indulgent. But in the development of Christian spiritual practice, fasting has come to include abstention from anything that stands in the way of connection with God. In today's culture, maybe the most needed and most popular fast is from social media or technology in general. Gifted Christian storyteller and author Catherine Marshall once wrote about her assignment from God to practice a fast from criticism and how after just one day of fasting, she became convicted of the desolation that criticism and judgment caused in her own life and faith development. So whatever the fast, when we choose to reset our priorities, retune our hearts, and repent from our sins, we draw closer to God and God's mission of love for us and for our world. This week, as you seek to find a way to draw closer to God through fasting, I pray that you pinpoint that one thing to take away, to subtract from your life, to make room and space for God. Allow God to fill you up as you empty yourself, as you offer this as a sacrifice this week. I pray that you find fulfillment and joy that's only found in knowing and drawing close to the Lord.